are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. An amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs and the Locked On NBA Network. I'm Rose Jeff Garcia, San Antonio Spurs writer. Glad to have you back. Start off your Monday here at Locked On Spurs. Got a couple of things to talk about. We're going to be looking at tonight's contest, Spurs Magic. Quick disclaimer, this is recorded before the Spurs faced the Dallas Mavericks last night. So obviously things may have changed, but we're going to try to look at what the Spurs can do tonight versus, um, well, with Magic. And what can they do to get a W? Because they need more W's than L's right now. Also on the show, is... Is this a situation where the Spurs are simply coming back down to earth after a pretty good first half schedule outlook, or uh, is this simply just a bump in the road? We're going to discuss that and more with Ty Yeager. He is the co-host of At The Line Podcast. Ty, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. As we said, hey, you know, this is recorded before the Mavericks game, but you went to Dallas and, uh, well, let me rephrase that. You went to the, the game, and obviously you're not there right now, but nevertheless, what is it like? watching the team you know away from san antonio is that is there a different vibe so it i'm not sure if it's a different vibe with how much how much uh at least this current world in the past year has been digitalized so i think it's felt it's felt different in that way where everyone kind of seems being kind of seems to be in the same same spot that you're at which is at their computer or on their phone at home or at work something like that yeah none of us have been going to the games until the past like month or so so it's a little it's a little different but it's i haven't really felt too different if that makes any sense like i don't now i don't now i can't physically go to any of the san antonio spurs stores or can't get any of the any of those like local things like maybe those budweiser beers i can't get any of those or anything like that so that's that's where it does suck but most of the things you can can still get you can still get in this area at least in dallas so it's yeah it's not it's a little different but it's not too different if that makes any sense do you sh- do you show your spurs pride on the road well i guess in this situation the spurs being on the road i know so, dallas is home for you but you know what i'm trying to get at so today well since this is before the game i'm going i'm rocking my kelton johnson fiesta hoodie and i have my Ooh, i just yeah. got i just got the uh two one the Dejounte colorway two ways not the fiesta one it's the phoenix one but i'm going to be rocking the i'm going to be rocking the fiesta jersey and that tonight so do do mass fans give you mass fans give you business for that? Do they kind oh, of call all you the out? time? It's it's <laughs> it's a, it's a lot more. Fr- I think I will say I think the Dallas San Antonio fan ba- fan rivalry is a lot more friendly than say the Houston Spurs oh, rivalry. Yeah, that one's rough. I, yeah, I do think I think the Mavs and the Spurs fans have respect for each other. I do. I think Mavs fans have a little are a little irked though for the the past twenty years of success for the Spurs. So they they're a little salty, but they're still respectful about it. Yeah, Rockets fans tend to throw the "we were champs first before you guys were." So, and also they, they, tend, to throw, they tend to throw punches too. Yeah, as we saw, was it earlier <laughs> in the first half of the season? A big old brawl broke it, out. The second half of the season, I believe. Second half of the season. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to it. Look, once again, recorded before the Dallas game. Make that clear. You know how Spurs fans can get die. So, uh, but we got to look at uh, what be tonight's game: Spurs uh, Magic. So the last time the Magic and the Spurs faced off, um, the Spurs got a W. Hopefully they can do that again. Yeah, it was a yeah, it was a big win. So, but it's a different Orlando team. They don't have Gordon. You know, he's now a Nugget. They seem to be in rebuild mode. Vucevic is no longer there. 
Um, he was a pain in the you know what for the Spurs in that first meeting. And nevertheless, on paper, tie, this looks like a win in this very rough five game whole, uh, road trip. How do you see tonight's game um, sorting out? I think the Spurs can get a win. Yeah, the rest is the, the rest is still going to be a factor, but they I know they they took a loss to the Kings, but they got the next game they got a really dominant win over them on the second night of a back to back. So I'm not I'm not that doubtful the spurs going into this game i think this is a very winnable game knowing that the magic tanking yeah it's just obvious yeah they're they're going they're going to full rebuild mode they still got some talented players but the injuries just look a little too much i'm looking at the injury list it's like five it's like six guys that are out and two of them are out for the season so it's i don't i don't see the magic really there they might put up fight it's because this is the NBA. These are still talented guys. No matter what, you, how you see it, this is still a team that can win night any night. That's just how that's how the NBA goes. All these guys are in the NBA for a reason. So it's that needs to be that needs to be counted into into effect. But they, I think this is a very winnable game for the Spurs. Yeah, you look at the matchup tonight, and on, like I said, on paper, Spurs should beat the Magic, but. This is a team, San Antonio, that is that, you know, you you kind of bite your nails when you look at the schedule because you don't know if they, you know, if a winnable game is winnable for San Antonio. We saw that versus uh, Houston. Remember when they had traded James Harden? They, they had like, what, like five players in uniform and, and they lost that game. Um, but the Magic, nevertheless, you know, they, look, you, you mentioned it right now. You know, they're, oh, the players are in the league because they're good. And this is a this is an Orlando team that can sneak up on San Antonio, despite the fact that they're in full tank mode. Ty, when I look at tonight's game, I just simply think it throughout the X's and O's for San Antonio, it just comes down to the mental mindset. Come out and beat a team you should beat San Antonio because sometimes, and through the players that mission of their own, they take plays off. Kelvin Johnson said that. Well, yesterday before the Mavericks game, Lonnie Walker said, just come out with uh, that intensity, that effort. Is it really simple as simple as that? Just mindset and effort. It can be for some teams. It some teams just want it more than others, and that shows. Like in players like Kelton Johnson, where they can he can score and he will get rebounds because he's putting in the energy to get it. But so I think I think that's also a lot more. It's a lot more factored in for say NHL games, which are one of the most unpredictable ones, to where you're more likely to get upsets in a in a NHL turn playoff set, mm-hmm. setting the nba is a lot more skill-based unfortunately mm-hmm. and that's and so the more more on most nights the most skilled team is going to get the win but you, you see it no team is perfect not even the best team right. not even the best team in the league is going to be go undefeated they're still going to get losses so it's it's it depends i think sometimes it could be energy sometimes sometimes it's skill yeah. and it's just putting yourself in the right mindset if you're in a loser mindset, you're not going to go win things. That's just right. That's just a fact for for most things. So, <laughs> but you got. I'm looking at the last four games for this for this uh, Magic team. They do play the they have played the Bucks previously before we record this, of course. But it's a four game losing streak going into the going into this Milwaukee game that they go on Sunday. They get blown out by the Jazz. They do only lose by ten to the Nuggets. They then lose by nearly 15 to the Wizards and then only lose by, I'm going to say, five to the Pacers. Mm-hmm. So they're still keeping games somewhat close, but they're still losing games. That's just right. the fact. They're 17 and 35 well, at, at this moment. 
Right. And the Spurs head into tonight's matchup against Orlando, uh, beating uh, them twice in a row. So you got that in their favor. You also have the little things that are in their favor. You look at the numbers. So again, ahead of the uh, Dallas game, as of right now, when it comes to points per game, the Spurs average 110, while the Magic average 104. So, you know, that should help the Spurs. But where it gets really tricky is opponent three-point field goal percentage. Now, we know that the Spurs lately in this these losing period that they're going through right now, defending the three has been an issue. You see guys just go off against San Antonio from the deep, uh, from beyond the arc. The Spurs rank 26 in the league at opponent field goal, three-point field goal percentage, excuse me, at 38, while the Magic are ranked 17th, kind of middle of the crop there, at 37%. That could be an issue tonight, Ty. Yeah, it's if it's some even the worst three point shooting team in the league is going to go lights out from from beyond the arc against the Spurs. I don't think yeah. I don't know how you can prevent it. It's just happening. It's you can't prevent it, unfortunately. But you do have the advantage that you do got Lion Walker back, which can really help you on the right. perimeter, both in offense and defensive perimeter. So absolutely, it, if you take advantage of having Lonnie Walker out there, if I'm not sure how they're going to how Pop's going to play the Spurs tonight against the Mavs, but if you can play the way that you played against that Denver team for that on Friday night, mm-hmm. that's what I want to see every night. It's it's energy plays. Yeah, do you put do you put Rudy Gay and Patty Mills out there at the same time on the same on the floor at the same time? Yeah, no, it's not. But <laughs> still, you got we'll get to that you, in a bit. You had it, but you had a closing lineup though that was your starters, which has actually been really has been doing really good things this whole season. So. If Pop can keep running that starting line, that starting lineup, especially to close out games, I think they they can skirt by with a few wins. That's not, I think that's just knowing that the energy between Keldon, the shooting of Derek, Dejounte actually coming in with his own shooting and playmaking. I still have Demar that can finish games, and then Yaka Pertle, who's a defensive anchor. That's a good. The starting line can still get you wins, but yeah, it just depends on if that bench can, if that bench can come back, return to form with with Rulani mm-hmm. Walker back in the rotation. You are the hiring expert for your company, and what you really need is the help making your short list of quality candidates. You need a hiring partner who helps you make your life easier. You need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring easy as one, two, three, post, screen, and interview all on Indeed. Indeed makes connecting with and hiring the right talent fast and easy. And you can get your quality shortlist of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description faster. Only pay for the candidates that meet and must have those qualifications and schedule and complete video interviews in your Indeed dashboard. Hey, according to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all job sites combined. If you're hiring, you need Indeed. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash locked. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash locked. Indeed.com slash locked. Offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever with 18 amazing flavors, six new ones, including cookies and cream, caramel brownie, and carrot cake. And don't forget the original flavors, raspberry, peanut butter, banana bread, and mint brownie. All the flavors right there that you will enjoy. And get this, their bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew, lose or maintain weight, including uh, for those that are looking to maybe get rid of some of the quarantine pounds. Uh, And you can do this while indulging in a delicious treat. Right now, you can go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCK15, 
and get yourself 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. I had a chance to uh, speak with Lonnie ahead of the Dallas game. And, um, you know, he is talking about even Gorgie Jang, you know, how when he gets healthy, how much he can boost that second unit. Um, and as well, he, Lonnie Walker spoke to the media just about him being back. And he said that it was frustrating for him that the wrist injury was, wasn't just a recent thing that it's been going on for him for months now. So you hope that he gets his rhythm. You hope he gets his uh, timing back. And that's what he's aiming for right now. It's just those little things. You know, that's 11 points per game off the bench that went missing for San Antonio. That's what, 36, 37% three-point shooting that went missing for San Antonio for quite some time. The second unit has been suffering. Poppy's even pretty much put them on blast recently, saying the second unit needs to play better. So hopefully Lonnie can um, get back to uh, rhythm and provide that punch off the bench. And hopefully, it, you know, he'll continue that versus Orlando tonight. How do you see tonight's game going, uh, Ty? I'm really hoping. And, ho- really ho- and mind you, this is the second game of back to back for San Antonio. We we know how they they fare against, so, in that situation. What's funny enough, though, they've gone better on the back to backs on the second games of back to back. I know that the early first the first part of the season, God, they were atrocious. It was horrible. They played some of their worst basketball, but suddenly they're getting wins. They've been doing decent in their back to back. So I think they, I think they're right in the course. Again, I don't know what how this Maverick game that this Maverick game can go. Let me put it two ways. If the Mavericks lost, there's three different ways that this can go. A Mavericks lost, that's a blowout. I'm going to be a little concerned. A Mavericks lost, that's a close game. I'm not going to be concerned. I'm going to feel good about going right. into it. They win over the Mavs. Hell yeah, I'm on top of the, this mound. Mm-hmm. We're going to win this game in a blowout. <laughs> that's my. So that's my three routes. Um, I think realistically, it's going to be a it's going to be a loss to Dallas, but clo- a, I'm going to say it's going to be a close loss. It's not going to be. Yeah. It's not going to be that jazz game earlier in the season. It's going to be a closer game. They're, the Spurs team is much more competitive all of a sudden. So yeah, I, I think it's going to be a close loss. But I think they they go into they go are they I really I forgot are they going back home or are they going forward? No, they're going to Orlando. Okay, I might have a little concern then because <laughs> but luckily this is like a seven p.m. game for the Mavs. So I think I think it should be fine. It's a Maver- it's a short. It's a really severely now. Some of these other teams that the Spurs have played have been shorthanded, yes, but this Magic team is is like not its normal team anymore. So I'm right. not I'm not concerned. Is there a little doubt in the back of my mind? Yes, just because it's the Spurs this season and consistency has been very very uh not there. So is there a doubt? But I'm not I'm not that concerned really going into this Orlando game. Yeah, I'm I'm a little on edge. Because, uh, again, this Spurs team, you just don't know what team is going to show up. You can get the very competitive team that we saw against Denver in that second game in that series, uh, at least for three, three and a half quarters, and then they, can, they fell apart. Um, you know, if they can put sustain that against um, a Magic team, I think that'd be great. Uh, you're right. I think everything just depends on how they come out of this Dallas game um, that you're going to attend. And you know, is there any momentum? Is it something they can build on? I think right now you're just looking for little wins along the way. They can just build it. And Patty Mills talked about it in that after that second loss to Denver, saying right now you just want the team needs to focus on what they did right and build on there. They can just continue doing that. Uh, hopefully um, they'll get some more W's and L's in the second half of this very brutal second half season schedule that the Spurs are enduring. So hopefully the Spurs will get a W tonight in Orlando crossing fingers. It's going to shift gears now. 
to kind of a bigger topic here. And um, look, we've been alluding to it in the first segment Ty, about, yeah, there's more losses than wins right now. Um, but at the same time, we saw in that first half of the season that they were really exceeding expectations going to the LA, beating the Lakers and the Clippers, um, you know, putting together winning streaks at four game winning streaks, looking really good primed to make a really deep playoff, a very, very good playoff slot. How's that? But then the second half of the season schedule was released and it was you know, it's on its way and yeah, they're, they're not looking good. So my question to you is simply them just returning back down to earth, you know, or aggression to the means, or just just simply a slight bump the road that they'll get over and then next thing you know they'll go on a three four game win streak what are your thoughts so i don't see it as i'm not sure that it's a bump in the road but they hit a barrier that's what's happening that's okay. why I, I i'm not i think this team had this team had a lot of potential they were playing really good basketball nonetheless and then a lot of th- things really hit them and it hit them hard from getting covid you had you lost a key part of your rotation of wing players to COVID for a good while. So as a result, you went two and three and that's in that stand of losing guys to COVID. Then you had games that were canceled that I had to get post or postponed. I mean, mm-hmm. that had to get rescheduled into this second half of the season, thus making the second half of the season, a dreadful, dreadful run in terms of you only have one, you only at most, you only have one day of rest you have multiple back-to-backs. You don't have time for a practice. And then you add on even more injuries. Injury Solani. You injuries it mm-hmm. just across the board of you had guys that were out and injured at some points, and it did not help your rotation at all, especially the Solani Walker injury. Again, you can say whatever his impact is. Uh, he doesn't have that huge of an impact. He has a bigger impact than you really think. And just... Looking at the two Denver games, it was in a night and day team there. That Spurs team on that Friday and that Wednesday night game without Lonnie is a different team than the, the team that went up against them on Friday night. It was just night and day with having Lonnie right. out there. And it's not even it's not even Lonnie specifically. It's just how the team played with him out on the floor. So missing guys, having a really tough schedule in terms of terms of rest and no practice, add on co have been this just a COVID season in general. Just they hit a barrier, and that's what sent them flying. That what sent them careening into the wall, right? Because you have all these factors that just hurt them, and it hurt them right. at the wrong time. Yeah, and you also throw in too that you lose not because of injury, but because of um, transition. Lamarcus Aldridge, you say what you will about him, but that, that was still at minimal, you know, like double figure scoring guy right there. Uh, somebody that can give you some rebounds. And then maybe there was a little bit of a distraction for the team. You know, you're down a player. You don't have a body in a very crammed NBA season. Um, so there is that as well. For me, Ty, though, I, I look at it as more of a, a regression to the means. I, I really believe in the first half they were really playing above expectations. Uh, maybe their schedule was a little easier. I don't know. But um, you put it all together. I just think this is a, a, a team that, came down to earth a little bit. Yes, and everything you said right now are factors, and they are factors, and, and it is a big reason why they're struggling of late. But I've seen this before time and time again in, in seasons past with other clubs that are going through rebuilds. You know, they, they come out like gangbusters. And the Hawks, the Hawks are one of the, the, one of the teams that I remember during the 90s that would always come out tough and strong and then just 
mm, come out flat because they were a young team at that time. I, I won't name the names because I'll really age myself out. But I think there's a little bit of just the selling down. You know, teams are finding their stride right now. Teams are coming together. And unfortunately, those teams that are coming together are kind of like the upper crust of the, of the league, and they have to face them in the second half of the season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Hey, look, football may be over, but the NBA is in full swing. The Spurs are in full swing. NHL's in full swing. Even MLB is starting up. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. You get real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. And BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. And frankly, it's the best way to place your bet, and it's free to sign up. So you want to head on to their website right now, betonline.ag. Use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert, and use promo code LOCKEDON. So I think it's a little bit of a mixed bag. I, I think this team is not that good. You know, uh, I think they have good players. It's just coming together. I think that's the problem right now. They're not good because I don't think they're great players. I think they're really good players. Just are not good in the sense of they're not coming together with the chemistry. They're not coming together with it's just a young team. And this is, this is the, the roadblock. So, I'm not shocked, Ty, that they're playing this way because you kind of should have seen this coming in a, in a, in a full season where, where these young players get a real dose of reality, what it's like to play in the NBA, and here it is. Am, am I totally off here, Ty, or is there some truth to this, in your opinion? I, I think that you're a bit off on in terms of okay. saying that this team's not good. I think this, this team showed the first half of the season that they were good. They, were, they got some really good wins and good statement wins. Yeah, they had some really bad losses looking at the Jazz where it kind of it kind of put them in a certain certain tier, I would say. But I would not say this team is bad. There there's bad teams in this league. Look at the Kings, mm-hmm. look at the Magic, look at the bottom like bottom three teams in the Western Conference. That's those are bad teams. I don't think the Spurs team is bad at all. But you also got to look in where they started losing like you said, teams hit their stride at a certain point. I think the Spurs has got the worst the worst straw of the whole bunch in terms of pulling it uh, getting hit by COVID mm-hmm. when they did and then having a string of injuries in a really important part of your season where you could have had a good amount of run so again I think that they hit a barrier where when it was at probably at the worst time and they just kept hitting little barriers afterwards so do you think the season is still salvageable I think so it's you saw at the playing tournament first off which keeps you in the line it keeps you and also add on that the Warriors just lost their big man, which they just lost their Wiseman for most likely for the season. I don't see you're there's still some beatable well, Memphis teams. Memphis is coming on right now. Yeah, Memphis is coming on, but there are still some easily beatable teams underneath you that mm-hmm. I just don't I don't see I don't see the Kings coming up. I don't see the Thunder, the Rockets and the T Wolves coming out to beat you out of that top ten. Especially whenever <laughs> you saw the Pelicans and the Warriors underneath. Yeah. How I now I think the Warriors might get bumped out just because the Pelicans seem to be on a strike, but the Pelicans are still far behind themselves. So I don't think they get I don't think they get themselves out of the playing tournament, but I think they can in, increase their odds by getting into the top half of the playing tournament, which yeah, you want that seven to eight seed with how it's laid out. If you're in that seven to eight seed, win one game and you're in. 
if you're in that ninth to ten, you got to win two games to get in. So I think they can they can get. I think this Dallas game and this Magic game are going to be important in terms of setting your tone. You guys set your tone. You got your guys back. You, yeah, you don't got Gorgie Jing yet, but you got majority of your roster back. You got yeah. key guys. KBD is back too. You got Lonnie. You got the guys that you've been running all season back, and that's important. So yeah. you need to start. And- you need you need to set the tone and start showing the teams that you're you're back. Yeah, and look, I, I get Lonnie, you know, he's not going to come out and say, you know, like, oh, this team is just circling the drain right now. But, he, you know, he did say to media that he believes this team is turning in a positive direction and that turn will be complete soon. So, you know, hey, I get it. You know, he is part of the team. He's not going to bag on his own team. But if you're looking for some sort of spark of life, there it is. And I want to go back to that whole bad comment. It's, it's, I'm not saying like they're horrific or they're, they're like the worst team in the league. No, I just – you just look at this losing streak and – you know, you don't lose to Cleveland, you know, you don't give up what 10 plus three pointers as he did. You know, you don't, you know, come out and lay an egg uh, versus a certain team that you shouldn't, you know, the homestand was just not good. I see bad in the sense of they're just missing either that practice, that mental mindset, something. And I think one of those things that they fix it between now and then, you know, they, they could turn things around, but as we speak, they're just, they're not good. You know, they're, they're not good enough to get W's and we're seeing that right now. Hopefully it'll change. And yes. And that's why I say it's a mixed bag because you're right. You're absolutely right. Ty. The schedule, the, the, the injuries, the roster, the, the LMA situation that piles up COVID for all we know, Ty, it can come out in the off season that the players admit that, yeah, they had lingering effects of it and they just really couldn't physically get out of it. And look at what Popovich said recently. They look fried. Who knows? That's a byproduct of them dealing with the virus. So, all in all, Ty, I, you know, I'm, I'm still holding out hope. I, I, you know, I'm trying to be the ever optimist here. You know that they get things going. But hey, Ty, the positive of, of this is better lottery slot, possibly. No, I, I think it's too no. late in the season. It's too late in the season to really increase your odds. If you're going to increase it, maybe maybe you get into that 10th spot, but it's yeah. too late. I mean, they don't have to bottom out though. They like c- completely bottom out right now. If you, I think, I think that, I think that if you even want to get a chance at like top seven, this team would have to bottom out like completely, yeah. like lose, m- lose almost all their games. If they want to get any s- a sniff of like that five to seven spot that it, you need a complete bottom out and you need the teams below you to win. Which, yeah. sorry, I don't see that happening. I don't see yeah. the Rockets, the T-Wolves, or the Thunder getting any better. I just don't see that. And then you also had, you have to add on that. There's a worst teams in the Eastern Conference, too. Well, so it's had too, yeah. You have the, it's not just a Western Conference. As much as we want to think that's just the Western Conference, there's also an Eastern Conference that we all keep forgetting about that has really, that has even worse teams. So yeah. it's, it's at this point, you're, you're going to get either admit that late lottery or you're going to get the playing tournament. It's either or. Yeah. And in my, in my two cents, I rather have that playing tournament because that playing tournament that those are going to be playoff style games. No matter what happens, those are going to be playoff style games. And also, even if you do lose the playing tournament, you do get into a lot. You get into that late lottery. You, you have that yeah. very, very slim chance of making it, getting that, getting that, uh, getting that s- jumping up to top four. It's very slim. I don't think it's it's not really worth it. But yeah. I'd rather take that playing tournament experience, which is going to be playoff experience. 
but if yeah. you're going to do it, I'd rather you get in that seven or eight. So, cause I want, I want to see that Spurs team at least play two games. If, if they don't make the playoffs. And if it's about development, what better way to give these kids developmental experience than being placed in a playoff, like uh, exactly series, if you will, uh, like a playing tournament, but we're done talking. And plus Ty's got to go. He's got to go. Get I got to go. Game. I got to drive. Yeah. We, we need to hear parking. from you though. What do you think about tonight's game versus the Magic? Uh, do you think the Spurs have what it takes to get a W? Let us know. And also, what do you think about this? Do you think this is simply just a big bump in the road, or as Ty says, a barrier? Or do you think this is this is it? The team is what it is. Uh, we need to hear from you, uh, Ty. How can they chat with you? Make sure to follow me on Twitter uh, on Twitter at the Ty Year. That's the Ty J A G E R. And make sure to follow our podcast at the Line Pod. I'm, more, even more Spurs content, and you want another Spurs podcast, make sure to check us out at the line on at the line pod on Twitter or whatever you get your podcast. Subscribe to Locked On Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast, whether that be iTunes, Stitcher, uh, the Odyssey app. You know, it's all there for you every day. Uh, we try to give you at least something every day so you can keep up with the latest and greatest on your San Antonio Spurs. But if you need all sports news in under 20 minutes, then I advise you and I highly encourage you to go check out the Locked On Today podcast. It updates you on all the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Lockdown Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So for Ty Yeager, who's going to be wrapping the Spurs tonight with all that gear, good luck, Ty. Don't get jumped. I'll, I'll try not Garcia. to. Garcia, we're going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. <laughs>